are almost there. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. I love the songs that you sang. So you're not going down yet because we are going to make war. You know that same, Jehovah. He talks about how God is a fighter. There's a part of it, the interpretation. And we are, does it. Good. So we are going to pray because I like the, what we are doing now behind enemy lines because we are not playing. Pastor M always says, the person you are fighting with, we are playing with, it's not playing with you. The devil is not an inconvenience or a nuisance. He's a devil. Do you understand? And we don't have human enemies. So Pastor K taught us that one last week. Your enemy is not that witch looking person in the office. Your enemy is not your mother-in-law or your father-in-law. Your enemy is the devil. And there is a place for war. Hallelujah. Are you ready to war? And this is how we fight. We don't gossip. We don't, we don't stab people in the back. We fight in the place of prayer. So I, am I talking to warriors? You know, there's a place for hallelujah worship. There's a place for Odogu to fight. Hallelujah. Can you give me Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12? Let's read it. King James. I like fire. You know. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. So these people sound very threatening. But if you read Ephesians chapter 2 um, and verse 6, it tells us where we are. That we are seated together with Christ. So we are above all these people. So we are praying from a place of superiority. So don't be intimidated by all their titles, rulers of this world, big, big names. But we are seated together with Christ. So I want us to begin to make powerful declarations. I don't know what, you see, this is September and it's as if this, this year is fast. And he wants to end without your results. We say what? No way. It will not end. So I want you to begin to declare. What have you, what are your all things? Begin to use the, begin to pull down this wickedness, this thing standing in the way. Lord, we understand that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we know that you have given us all power. You have given us all power. You have seated us in a place that is above all these things. Oh, Makana. Lord, we are victorious people. We win in everything. We win in business. We win in career. We win in marriage. We win in our health. We are winners all the way. Thank you for our position. Thank you for where we are seated, Lord. Because we are powerful. Father, we bring down everything that is outstanding. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Malakasotea. Lord, whatever it is. Yes, that house. That spouse. Lord, Lekuzaha. Yekemokuzabataya. Mekorobosha. That business. That business idea. Marokosaha. Yekorobokokuzeke. 
Hallelujah. Because you know, the person that we are playing with is not playing with us. Psalm 2, verse 1. Hallelujah. I'm out of time. Why do the hidden rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against who? You and I. Who is anointed is just, you can put your name there. Uh-huh. So, the kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against Amaze. Next verse. Let us break their bands. That's what they're saying. Let's break their bands. Let's humble them and cast their cords from us. Listen to God. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. You know why he's laughing? He, the Bible says, the Lord shall set them in derision. God does not play. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's laughing as the kings of the earth are gathering together. They are talking about you. But you know that when you are not there to defend yourself, God steps in. God is the silent listener to conversations. The things that surprise you don't surprise God. You know that God cannot be surprised. He doesn't have that capacity. The Bible says that he is the beginning and the ending of all things. We serve the omnipresent God. He is everywhere. So as they are talking, he's watching. Then when he started, <laughs> that's how he's laughing. And what is God telling you? He said, we are making war so that you can laugh. You know, you know that I am a winner. And that is the victory I brought you into. Let them set themselves together. I will set them in derision. That's why I'm laughing. So with that same mentality, I want you to roar one more time. Thank you, Lord, because we are a victorious people. We are a victorious people. Yes, we win. We win in our health. We win in our health. We win in our marriage. We win. Hey, Kabosa. You are worried for many things. In case you don't know, you are worried for your marriage. Because anything that is sweet, the devil is coming after it. Anything that is trouble, the devil has already come. You are worried for your career. You are worried for your wife. You are worried for your husband. You are worried for your children. You are worried for your state. Whether you want to be single or you don't want to be single anymore. You are worrying, you are worrying about that. Do you understand what I'm saying? You are worrying for your health. Because you know that God has given you all things. And all things includes good health. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? So those are the things that we are taking. We are tired of being casual about it and taking selfies as we are praying. No. This is war. Hallelujah. Nobody goes to the battlefront with a microphone. Or, or go to the battlefront with a camera. I want you to see me shooting. No. We are too busy shooting to take pictures. We are too busy shooting. We are too busy making things happen. So I'm telling you one more time. These are the things you are worrying about. I want you to war again. Marako satire. Lord, I take my health. I take my finances. I take back my business. I take back my career. I take back my husband. I take back my spouse. I take back my wife. I take back my children. Makosa Tabaka. Lekose Kebo. Nimradaha. Lekose Kedebosu. Marakabahaya. Lokosa Taya. I am seated far above. Far above with you, Lord. Every principality. I subdue them today in the name of Jesus. The name that is above every other name. Lord, you say you are giving me all power, all authority. Yeah, come on. 
triumphant procession. He didn't be raging, no. God is laughing. Hey! Ma, you know this God's word is intoxicating. It they make you feel like say you're drunk. Because God is real. If now man talk about for they say, well, but when God says it is done. Hallelujah. Do you know that it's done? And we will not stop here. Oh. We, are, we are behind enemy lines. We keep fighting. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's welcome CLC. All glory, all honor, all power, all praises to the God who gives us victory. This morning we are going to worship God from the depth of our soul. Because we know we have victory in all. Come on, are you ready to worship God this morning? Can I see people who are ready to worship God this morning from the depth of their heart?
Give expression, give expression to all Lahi to what you feel on the inside. Give it expression. Lahi Keto, raise your voice. He wants to hear you. Letali Kato. Rimetu Zibri Katale. Zuli Keto Tolika Nadu Zeketari. Zuye Natu Kutu Zebedi. Zole Bai Katozo. Ziki to Sete de 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 Kinusu to Lebedu. Zuki Tale. Iki to Zete Libra Kutade. Give it expression. Give it expression. Lakutu. Don't be silent. Lakatade de de. Zede de Bedu Zukutu Zedi. Zeli Bekutade de Tusali. Father, I will give you praise. Radu Zekitale de Du Zupadi. Father, we adore you. We adore you. La Kutale, Bedu Zetali. Oh, Father, we can't thank you enough. We can't thank you enough. You are a faithful God. Hey, lead to Zay. The heavens declare it. You are a faithful God. We thank you. We thank you. For in Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. You can have your seat briefly. And I just put our hands together for CS. They did an awesome job. Praise the Lord. I'm not here to actually give you the word yet. The word is still going to come forth. But I just want to know. Remind us of some things Pastor Kate talked about last week. One clear thing I was declared last week is simply this. We are at war. Like the U.S. report, we have DEFCON 1. For those who have watched enough war movies, you know that. Once they say we have DEFCON 1, the MISA is ready to go. And truly, for us as Christians, that's where we are, 247, DEFCON 1. For those who don't know, it's just a code to put the military on alert. They have different levels. Even for those who work offshore, you know that you have different levels. If they say the security code for this period is three, and you relax. If it's two, you relax. If it's one, you are high alert. But for us as Christians, it's always on high alert. Always on high alert. Because the person you're dealing with, he's wise. Because he's been here from day one. He's been here from day one. So he has seen every aspect of humanity. He has seen your weakness. He knows how to enter you. He knows how to manipulate. That's the trick of the devil. That's the power he has. So once Pastor K established that we are at war, you are at war. So I need you to know that because if that gets into your consciousness, it changes everything about you, your attitude, your behavior. Everything changes. The way you act, the way you approach things. It's the same thing when you tell a man that you have six months to live. You know, all of a sudden, priorities what? Changes. Those things they think they were important, all of a sudden, they, became, they become less important. But for you guys, you don't need to get a point where they'll tell you, 
you have six months. No. See, you have, you might have 50 years to go, 60 years to go. It's not really enough. Comparing the grand scheme of things in life is not enough. Uh, Methuselah lived almost a thousand years. So if you think you have time, really, you don't. So that's the first thing you need to understand. We are at work. Then the second thing he talked about, hope I don't miss it, humans are not our enemies. I want to be sure. Okay, good. The second is we are in enemy territory. We are in enemy territory. That is, this world you think you're living in, that it's somehow, some of us have made it our home. Guys, it's not your home. Like we say, that popular song, I'm just passing through. That's who we are. We are passing through. And the Bible says the devil is the God of this world. But like Amazing read, despite him being God, that we are seated far above principalities and powers. That means you, you, you get to decide what happened. You get to decide how things will be. You get to decide this is the direction you want things to go. We are in enemy territories. So I need to get, because if you understand this, it changes your perception, your behavior, you comport yourself. There's some things you don't get yourself mixed up with. There's some things civilians will do and some things military guys will do. You should be able to know the difference as Christians. That this one, it's my role. I need to play it. Then the third one there, help me out. Human beings are not the enemy. <laughs> like I mean to put it, your mother-in-law is not the enemy. Your boss at the office is not the enemy. Yes, they might have withheld your promotion for, say, two, three years. It's not your boss. It's not your boss. It's not your boss. It's not your boss. So you need to realize that there's somebody behind influence, and that's the devil. Just like Pastor K talked about last week Sunday. When Peter came forth saying, Jesus, you will not die in Jesus' name. <laughs> Jesus Christ realized that this is not Peter talking, this is the devil. So you treat issues for where they are. Deal with it directly. Deal with it directly. And the last one there. The devil is strategic. So you need to be. You need to be. You need to be. You don't just wake up and face life that way. No, no, no. You wake up with a very clear goal in mind. With a very clear purpose. With prayer. With your worship. With your giving. Everything is strategic because you know you have an objective to win. To meet. So don't do things because we don't say come to church because we want to come. No, no. The devil is strategic. Like we tell my wife, it's not social distancing we practice. It's physical distancing. It's not social it's because if you are socially distanced from somebody, depression will set in. Other stuff will set in. So for those online, if you really think you can be in church, if it is possible, I encourage you to be in church. Because the devil is strategic. So I need you to know these four things because we are at war. The guy we are playing with is not playing with us. 
is not a need, is the enemy. So I need to get the stuff ready. As I make welcome, my pastor, Kingsley Okonkwo, for the message. Jesus, Lord, we worship you. We love you. We are glad to be in your house. We are glad to be your. Thank you because you are such a good God. You are such a faithful God. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I want to say, shake your neighbor, but don't shake your neighbor. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Praise God. We are still in celebration mode. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're still celebrating um, 24 years in ministry. Even though the church is not 24 years, but we started DCC as a ministry 24 years ago as a youth fellowship. Um, I, I put up some pictures last week when it was the anniversary. I just want to show you some of them. Um, and, and there's a reason. Um, you have the picture. Wow, Femi, I told me how you planned this. No. No, Femi. Yeah, you planned this. Femi, I dated. That all, Femi, is the one I'm talking about. His, his wife's name is Amaka. So blame two of them. Okay, so this, this was me. I think this should be 97 ish. 1997, 1998, I think 97 more like. This was the whole fellowship. We were under a tree. And in fact, this was convention. This was anniversary. Uh, this was, so this was a special program. This was getting momentum of that time. Yeah, so we had special guests. That's why we rented canopy. You can see small canopy. Because we had a special program. Normally, normal service, we don't use canopy. We just come under the tree like this. No joke, so. See, I, I'm showing things like this for two reasons. Number one, uh, people need to understand that we didn't go into ministry because of what we can gain. There was nothing to gain here. Nothing. I could have done any other thing with my life. Show some more pictures. Yeah. Like I said, the reason why this is in pictures is because this was a special program. That's why we had canopy. We normally don't use canopy. But we couldn't afford that. This was a special convention. Let's see, do you have another one? Okay. <laughs> you see... <laughs> And there are many preachers at this stage of their own life now. Do you understand? So you can't say this guy now is looking for tight. It's not possible. There was no tight. Most of the people that were in, in fellowship then were students. Um, Jethro, come. Come on stage. One of the pastors we ordained last. Our resident, if I is our resident pastor for this church. This was one of the people. Uh, remove your mask. Let them see your face. He's a resident pastor in case you don't know of this church. So, this was one of the people that were in the fellowship then. It was, a, it was a secondary school. Secondary school. Which tithe can he have that time? And this is a minister. Where is Mr. Maker? It's not a church. Come on stage, my friend. This is Minister Maker. Okay. <laughs> Things have started even getting better here. We were inside a hall. But you can see that the hall, there's nothing hall-like inside it. But where is that the hall? No, nothing was. It was all completed. But things were getting better. This is him. This is this guy. 
they were literally kids. They were secondary school, finished secondary school kids. There was nothing like tight then. I'm just trying to show you this thing to that. The devil is calculated. He's now, he has seen prosperity. He's not interested in doctrine tight now. He should have come to preach it that time. And you see, when he attacks things like that, it's not for churches like us. We will probably survive. We probably have the numbers. We have the people. But this guy, starting here, he won't make it if we kill the financial stability of the church. Tithing, today is not even about tithing. I don't know why I'm talking about tithing. Tithing has been, from beginning of age till now, how God funds his work. It's something that sustains God's house. He said, bring it so that there will be meat in my house. And meat in his house does two things. It takes care of those that serve in the house. It also takes care of those that come into the house. Somebody getting what I'm saying? Somebody said, so who is in the tithe? You are the first partaker of the tithe. The AC that is running here, I'm not the one powering it. It's this we are using, not Nepal. Even if it's Nepal, the tariff has doubled. So when they on the lights here, you are the, you are eating your tie. I'm not the one eating. You are eating. When children's church runs, we give biscuit rabbit out. Is you are eating your tie? I'm not the one eating. Somebody get what I'm saying? So is that is that all? Is that all the pictures we? Tell me where you. That's all. Go back to those. Okay, <laughs> these are some of the other ones. Uh, this is 1996. Go back to the one where we went under that tree. That's the one I like. <laughs> but the, the, the point is that today now, after many years, uh, these two guys are married now with kids. You know? They're married now with kids. How many children do you have? Two. Okay, you two. You have three or four. <laughs> That's three. They are both blessed, doing great jobs. Uh, like I introduced last week, He's like head of HR in um, USC today. So he's a big man now where he works. So today now, if he's writing millions to the kingdom, or even give me self. Abi, somebody that I passed out from when he was secondary school. I mean, is he, if, he gives it, if, if this guy writes 10 million check, give me, is it big? I'm prophesying, so go on. Go on, think about it. <laughs> Imagine if, if, if he becomes a multi-billionaire tomorrow. If he drops one jet, or drops one Rolls Royce, one Bentley. You know, one clown, we think, we think, you know, these pastors. When I, was, when I started investing in him and blessing him, he had nothing. It couldn't have been about the tithe. Satan is strategic. He won't show you the true picture. He won't show you this. He will show you this one now. As you see the kind of car pastor is driving. See, it will be a, it, it will be an abuse and an insult and a shame to the kingdom of God if after I serve God for 24 years, starting from when there's nothing, and I reach this stage, and I can't, I can't travel anywhere in the world. I can't have a house. I can't have a nice car. After 24 years, it, it, it doesn't speak well of what we are teaching. It doesn't speak well of it. Is there anybody here if you meet your uncle and say he walked somewhere for 24 years and is trekking and hungry, will you tell your children to go that career? That's what the devil wants to paint. 
He's upset about prosperity. We didn't hear all this doctrine of fights when the church of God was poor. Thank you guys. You guys can sit down. They are blessed today. The resident pastor owns his own, yeah, he owns his own house. He owns his own house now. I said, not by church, or you know he works. He, he don't, not church money. <laughs> he, he has built his own house by him and his wife. They built their own house by themselves. But I started pastoring him as a baby. So if, if, if he can have house, so I should not have house. that has pastored him for 24 for years. Are you, are you, are you? Are you okay? I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Couple wonder how the pastors get blessed. It's very simple. If I have hundred alone of people like this that have pastored from um, when for 24 years that have now become millionaires in their own right, own their own houses, five hundred of them, I, I, I can't be poor. Even, even if I don't, <laughs> he's not offering and tight. We have passed that stage. Offering and tight is for your own, for running the church and for running missions, reaching people. If 100 of them come together, put together even 1, one million, and just drop it, say, well, just, just drop the loose change for you two. I know this pandemic, you were stressed because of work. Just take this to relieve stress. And you see, this is just small me. So imagine people like a pastor, they boy, that have, they have billionaires in their church. That they have pastored for years. Imagine people like Bishop Wendiko, then you are talking about a tutu cobble, a, 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 a rat talking. Come on, guys. Let's wake up. Let's wake up. This thing is not gimmicks. And the second reason why I'm doing these pictures is to show you that, look, if God can do it for me, there is no reason why your own life too. If you apply, because everything I'm doing is what I'm teaching. So if I can transform from this person you are seeing here, like I said, this is not the beginning. Oh. This one was things I even picking up here. Because oh. people don't understand what I'm saying. This is not the beginning of the ministry. I started in the parlor where about four or five or six. So this, at this time, we are even growing. If God can move us from that place to where we are today, then there's no reason why your own life too shouldn't have that transformation. If you are applying what I'm teaching you, oh, because what we have in church, many people are attending church, they are not applying what is being taught, but they are grumbling that the pastor has been blessed. The word of God already says that. If you're a doer of the word, you'll be blessed. What is surprising people inside? I don't understand. I will be worried if you are not blessed. That's when I should be bothered. Not when you are blessed. But she Satan is the opposite. Satan is worried when you are blessed. If all of us were very poor, Satan would be happy. He wouldn't criticize us. If all church were poor and we only three, three members in each church, you have nothing to say. But somebody built a 100,000 seat auditorium in Abuja, the rats started shouting. I said, that, that, that's a complaint. If, we, if they remain like this, the rats can't notice you. But they will notice the moment you blow. Whoosh, Satan is a liar. He's a liar. If he can work for me, it's in this same Nigeria. You see, he says his dollar that is doing you is uh, pride. See, at this time, if they like, they should change dollar to anything. It didn't concern me. The thing that was doing me. <laughs> Do you understand? The covenant you have doesn't respect all those factors. God can still bless you no matter what is going on around you. That's why I'm sharing what I'm sharing. 
It's not about uh, anybody. It can work for everybody. Somebody get what I'm saying? Let's try and move into the message today. So we've been talking about behind enemy lines because all this is part of it. You need to understand that we are at war. We, we said four points. Who, who remembers the four points? Point number one is what? Ah, you were not here last Sunday. Ah, no, 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 no. Let's start again. Who remembers the first point? Many people don't remember. They were not here. Second point. Eh? DJ, you, you can be, you can list it. No, point number three. Eh? Okay, most of you have forgotten. No, DJ. I mean, did you write it if you can quickly? So you should have all these things. Femi, you, you have really all of, the, all of us were recovering from lockdown. We never start church where we. And that's what the devil wanted. To make you forget church. And you think there's no uh, I'm not losing anything. <laughs> when you backslide, you usually don't know until you have gone far. You usually don't know. You just think you're okay, you're okay. We read the scripture, Matthew 16, 13 to 16, last week as our text scripture. Can we run through it very quickly while they are doing that? He said, um, who do men say that I am? He said, some say you are John the Baptist, some say you are Jeremiah, you are Isaiah. And he asked Peter, who do you say I am? Peter said, thou art uh, Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. He said, and upon this rock I'll build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. By the way, my screen is not working here, oh man. You guys didn't work today, basically. You guys didn't work today, basically. He said, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. <clears throat> then we read down and we saw where um, the same Peter that Jesus just praised began to rebuke Peter that he would, I mean, he began to rebuke Jesus that he would not die. And Jesus told him, Get thee behind me, Satan. So we saw, the four points we picked there is that number one, we are at war. He said the gates of hell shall not prevail. We are in enemy territory. But we are in this war. So, we are in enemy territory. Number three, human beings are not our enemies. You must know that. If you don't know that, you will keep fighting human beings, not knowing that all they will do is to jump into another person's body and continue to deal with you. Human beings are not your enemy. Satan always uses people. God, too, has to use people. On this earth, this earth is a physical world. Spirits don't have legal right here, except they see people that cooperate with them. So even God can't do anything without people, and Satan, too, can't do anything without people. In fact, that's what the real battle is about. The real battle is a battle for souls, the souls of men. Somebody get what I'm saying? The battle is a battle of what? Souls of men. Please take note. Don't, because the battle is not about you prospering. Say, Satan, no, no. The battle is about your, your mind, the souls of men. Taking them to hell. Also making them miss that the guidance and direction of God here on the earth. Telling them that they, they, they can be poor or they should be poor. Telling them they should be sick. It's a battle of the soul. Telling them you can't make it. How, how, how can you make money in this country? How can you prosper in this country? The battle of souls. Then the fourth one, the fourth point is that the devil is strategic. Please don't ever miss that. The Bible says, I, I, I will build my church and the gates of hell, the gates of hell. When you hear gates of hell, please, it doesn't mean gate that the padlock. That's not what they mean. 
all right? Gate of hell means council, sitting. Um, in those days, um, at the physical gate, they had a, a compartment there, either on the roof or something like that. Those of you in villages, you have things like that. At the gate, they have a, a, a small part where the elders come to sit down, where the elders... As the um, crowd is shouting outside, you are hearing. So you are ready to be there before you come out. Then it means you can't whisper. Anything you say, the person you want to remove is hearing you. I don't know if you got what I'm saying. So that strategy, reduce my volume a bit. That strategy. As I've mentioned in scripture, you will see things like... Um, 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 Job, in Job 29 verse 7, where he said, he, when he goes to the gates, DJ can bring this up, Job 29 7, he said, and I say also unto thee, um, he said, when I went out to the gate through the city, when I prepared my seat in the street, see next verse, he said, the young men saw me, so when he went to the gates, he said, the young men saw me and hid themselves, and the aged arose and what? Stood up. So when Job went to the city gate where the elders gathered to talk, they respected him, that was saying. If you notice in Proverbs 31, when they're talking about that Proverbs 31 man, they said he's respected at the gate. Do you understand this? DJ, if you can find all these things. Also. So the point is that the gate is where counsel sits and plan. They are planning how they will kill you and kill your children. But you have no plan. All you are praying for is money. Oh God, give me money. Once they know that, guess what they will do? They will use money to lure you into sin. Now, those of you that are glad, say her husband is known in where? The gate. That means he's a respected man. He's known in national assemblies, known in where the elders. That's what we're trying to say. Recently, those of you that don't know about the news, um, wow, I've spent all my time doing intro. This, all this is intro. I'm not used to preaching 30 minutes. <laughs> so, uh, um, those of you that are following the news, hope, did anybody hear about the movie that Netflix released of children dancing, twerking dance? And sexual dance. Okay, some of you don't follow news. That I was telling you last week, that the devil 
is already planning your children. The devil is evangelizing your children. You, you are here. There are still Christians arguing over nonsense. That pastor is this one. But the devil is already evangelizing your children. Yeah, they are making plans for the younger generation. There's a movie making that people are challenging around the world. Um, 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 11-year-olds. My first daughter is 9 years old. These were 11-year-olds. So they are basically age mates. They, they did a movie for them where they were wearing tight, short things and twerking, doing sexy dance. 11-year-old. Sexy dance. Some of them, one of them even removed her top. 11-year-olds. So they're evangelizing your children, guys. Are you sure you still don't want to pay tithe? You're sure you want to be arguing those arguments? Because if the church is not funded, nobody will look at your children. No? That's what will happen. Satan will attack them. You know how rich Netflix is? You know how, have you seen any Netflix subscriber complaining about giving money to Netflix? Have you seen anybody come and say, this Netflix, I'm have you seen it before? Heavily funded to finance smuggest shaking bomb. Then you, you will not finance your church. Everybody will go and sleep now. These are the people that will evangelize your children. So you say it's this money that you were trying to eat that made your children go to hell. Oh yeah, now. On the short term, I know your money looks more important, but on the long term, their soul is more important. Like I said, we, we've been planning to shoot movies or shoot series for children like that. We need to start teaching them values from that age because Satan starts early, like he did in that movie. Go and check, Google it later. You'll see the name of the movie is Cuties. It's everywhere online now. Everybody's challenging, fighting. And there are people defending. That's pedophilia. They've already started. I told you many years ago. <laughs> Let me even start. Today's, uh, there are too many things. I'm just trying to manage myself. Um, today, we're dealing with the fact. Ah, it's not even the second service message. Let me go back to the first service. But the point is this. The devil is called the tempter. But that's what I'm talking about in the second service. It's called the tempter. But in the first service, he's called the accuser. Because the series we're doing is that the devil knows you, but do you know him? That's what we're talking about, behind enemy lines. The devil knows you, but do you know him? You can't win an enemy you don't know. You need to know him. One of the, and we're looking at the names he's called in scripture. One of the names he's called is the accuser. Come on, say the accuser. As the name implies, he accuses believers. I told you last week, at every point in time, Satan is either using you or God is using you. You need to determine who is using you per time. You must always try and discover. At every point in time, Satan is either using you or God is using you. And you must do the same for everybody you see. Even people that are putting posts online, check the spirit behind them. Before you agree or not agree, there's a spirit always at work. It might not be obvious to the... Next week, I'll tell you about how Satan is a deceiver. He's a deceiver. It's one of his names. We're looking at all, his, all what the scripture calls him and how it affects us today. So I'm dealing with accuser in this service. I'm dealing with tempter in second service. But next week, I'll deal with the fact that he's a deceiver. But you can test the spirit. One of the biggest critics of church and pastor in this country, we saw him worshipping a known, globally recognized fraudster. He was worshipping the guy's shoe in deep reference and worship. Yet, he was also at globe, attacking globally recognized servants of God. So, you can't be asking me what spirit is at work. You, if you have any sense at all, you should know the spirit talking. The spirit saw another spirit, global fraudster, he bowed. Then the spirit saw a, a globally recognized servant of God. It, re, it, re, it fought. Which spirit can that be? 
can never be the spirit of God. Spirit of greed. Mammon mixed with other spirit. <laughs> He's there. He worshipped a global fraudster life. Not recorded and posted. Then he said, it reminds me of what happened to Jesus. When Jesus was about to crucify it, they put him beside Barabbas. You know Barabbas? Barabbas was a non-criminal. The people said, leave Barabbas. Crucify Jesus. Worship, hush. Kill. <laughs> Criminals everywhere. You must see. You must know the spirits. I'm not interested in an unbeliever. He, is, he knows what he's doing. I'm talking about believers that are confused is who I'm talking to. You're unbeliever. It's prayer you need. It's not teaching. It's prayer. Your eyes are still blind. But for you, are Christian still confused? A kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. God can never tell you not to give to his house. He will never say so. Can you imagine Man City Club telling fans, don't buy tickets? Can it ever happen anywhere? It's not the spirit of the family. It's not the spirit of the house. They can use an explanation. Set down to no scripture. The accuser. He is the accuser. He is the accuser. Let's look at Zechariah 3. An interesting number says that he doesn't change strategy. Same, same, same old, same old. Zechariah 3, verse 1 to 4. Leave Barabbas, kill Jesus. <laughs> Known criminal Barabbas, leave him alive. And the joker claimed he didn't know what that criminal was doing for a living. <laughs> okay. He said, and he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan. Standing at his right hand toward resistance. Next verse. And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuked thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that had chosen Jerusalem rebuked thee. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? Next verse. Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. Next verse. And he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, he said, I have caused thine iniquity to pass from thee, and I will clothe thee with change of raiment. Now give me the NIV version of verse 1. NIV of verse 1. Look at this. He said, Then he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before God, basically, that's what they mean, and Satan standing at his right side toward accuse him. So, what most, many of you don't know is that in the realm of the spirit, eh? God is here. You are standing before God and you have two people, just like in a law court. One is accusing you. Another one is defending you. That's why the Bible says we have an advocate with the Father. Please, you must learn this, sir. At every point in time, let me use some people as props. Pastor Wally, come. Pastor Wally, come. Uh, make her used to stick coming, say, make her come. I need one more person. Pastor Jethro, since you have been acting today, come. So, I'm God today. You are wearing purple, you, you are Satan. <laughs> Jethro, stand here. 
you, you are Jesus Christ. So, this is me, God. I want to bless this guy. I want to make him resident pastor of DCC. I want to bless him. I want to increase him. And I'm planning to do that. The accuser will come and say, sir, you can't bless him. 1982, he lied. Last week, he cheated. Last year, he did something. He's accusing you constantly. But the Bible says we have an advocate with the father. First John, DJ, give me that one. Yes, look at it. He said, my little children, he said, these things write I unto you that ye sin not. He said, but, and if any man sin, he said, sin is not good, though. but if any man sin, he said, we have an advocate with the father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Oh, I thought you would shout better than that. See, there are many things you deserve from God because God wants to bless his children. But Satan is always accusing. Why will you bless this one? This one that doesn't uh, come to church. This one that doesn't even pray. This one that doesn't, he will accuse and accuse and accuse to, let, to tell God that you, you don't qualify. Every time you hear a Christian trying to say, oh, that Christian doesn't qualify, you know the spirit at work in them. And that's what I'm saying. Anytime somebody going online consistently to accuse men of God, accuse the church, that cannot be the spirit. There's only one spirit that is the spirit of the accuser. Only one. And it's satanic. Now, the person himself might not even know who is using him. Because Peter, at the time Peter said, just know that he didn't know. It was Jesus that knew and rebuked the Satan. They even talked to Peter, he rebuked Satan. So many people sometimes don't even know who is using them. They think Satan will use something you are offended with. It might even make sense to you. That why we pastors do that? Fight for the right. He will use you. He will use an offense, something you are offended with, to start using you. You won't know. But anytime you are dividing the house of God, anytime you are dividing the church of God, and you see the sad thing about this, even when Satan is using you and you don't know, after God warn you, warn you, warn you, use people to warn you, if you don't hear, mm, because you, you are yielding yourself, you will have to be dealt with. And there are many Christians like that today that their work online is criticizing churches and pastors. That's their full-time work. How can your work be pulling down? Okay, you don't like what they're preaching in churches. Start your own. Preach your own. Your message can't be about countering on that person's message. That means you have no message. If you have a message, preach your own. How can your message be about attacking on that person's message? If you have a message, preach your own. Let's see how it works out well for you. The accuser stood there accusing him, but they said, we have an advocate with the father that comes. He says, the righteous. He comes and says, I've taken or I've paid for all the sins of this man. He qualifies now. Anytime you are moved to accuse, that's why even when, when somebody genuinely did, does something, let's even imagine it happened. It's not your place to accuse them. There's only one person that accuses believers. Every time you open your mouth to accuse a believer, leave him. Okay, he, 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 he stole 10 billion or impregnated three guests in church. Let's even imagine. On what ground am I judging him? Me, that I'm talking, how am I better than him? Is the same advocate standing for him that is standing for me. That's why when that woman was caught in adultery in the Bible, the first thing Jesus said is that all of you carrying stone, if there's any of you here without sin, let him cast the first stone. He was trying to say, look, 
it's not your place. If she made a mistake, it's between me and her. You know, concern her. It's none of your business, really. Because that person can go and repent with God. You, you are still carrying your stone. And let's stone him. As what? Just because, I say, just because you sin differently from somebody doesn't make you better than the person. He said, me, I don't fornicate. I only have lust. <laughs> it's the same. He said, me, I, 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 I don't steal. Just that sometimes I covet other people's things. It's the same thing. Me, I'm not a sinner. I'm righteous. That's a sin of self-righteousness. It's a sin. So if Satan wants to find fault with you, he will find fault. There's no day you won't. If you're looking for fault, you will see it. It's not your place. So Jesus said to them, say, any of you here without stone, without sin, cast the first stone. They all left. Say, none of you are able. I'm the one in the place. And Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. Because I'm here to save you. I'm not here to condemn you. Don't ever. They are criticizing a pastor. Even the pastor did. <laughs> Christians, some Christians just, they, like I said, we are too clueless sometimes. Some men of God insulted one guy like that. And some Christians are saying, eh, who called you judge the matter? They, they, they shouldn't have insulted him. What are you talking? What, what concern you? They insulted somebody's father. He said you should not insult their father. Well, it's not even your business. When, when they insult your own father, let's see how you will react. It's not everything you must put your mouth. Some people have they feel a need to comment. As what? As, as, as what? As, as what? That's who and what together. As what? Must you comment about everything, Christians? It seems you don't know the, the, the part of the army you are in. You don't know what, what, what part you belong. <laughs> if those of you are football fans, when they give a, 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 a red card or a penalty that even you don't think is penalty and they award it to you people as penalty, you say, mm. <laughs> it is well. <laughs> you won't pass say, hey, 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 cancel our penalty. No. We don't do like that though. I might not think it's a penalty, but I keep my opinion. Let's follow the referee. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> you only challenge it when it's against you. That's common sense. So Christians don't even have common sense. So why will you not have spiritual sense? A kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. You are not being noble by supporting trash. That's not dignity. That's stupidity. Why we men of God use such harsh words? I don't have time for you today. May you have sense in Jesus' name. <laughs> the accuser. It's only one person that accuses. Look at this. Revelation 12. I'm about to round up here. And for any of you here, anytime you are being accused of the devil or he's using people to accuse you, same thing. Sometimes he uses people, sometimes he comes direct and talks to your mind. You are praying and he's telling you, who gave you this right to pray? You that did this thing yesterday. Who gave you this right to, to talk to God. Who gave you right to approach God? You that sinned yesterday. You that thought this evil thought yesterday. Listen, that's never the voice of God. The voice of God never accuses you. See what Jesus told that woman. He said, go and sin no more. He said, neither do I condemn you. God will never condemn you. He can tell you to get your acts right, of course. He will rebuke you and put you in place, but you will never live there with a sense of condemnation. That spirit of depression and condemnation is not of God. A spirit that always accuses, not of God. Revelations 
12 from verse 9. DJ, quickly, quickly. Quickly, let me round up here. It says, and the great dragon was cast out, that old what? Serpent. See how they're insulting him here now. You, you are worried. Called the devil and Satan. See, they called all his name. He said, which what? Deceived the whole world. I'm going to deal with this next week. He's a deceiver. He's a deceiver. Don't let any fake apology fool you, sir. He's a deceiver. The, angel, the, the devil transforms an angel of light. <laughs> the spirit walking behind is what we are interested in. Not what you are telling us on the surface. He said, he deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Next verse. Next verse. He said, and Next verse. It said, and I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For what? Our brethren is cast down which accused them before God. What? He's the accuser. Accuser of who? No, that's not what it says. Accuser of who? No, say it well. Accuser of who? Our brethren. He's accusing our brethren. Come on, say our brethren. It's your bread, it's your sister he's accusing. It's your brother he's accusing. He's accusing our brethren. He accuses them before God day and night. Every time you see an accusation against a man of God, a child of God, whether it's in the office or in anywhere, even if the crime was true, don't get me wrong. Even if the crime was true, your place is not to join the accusation of Satan. Your place is to help to restore the brother in love. As a pastor, I've had to do that a billion times. A billion times. A billion times. There are people here that have done all kinds of things. But I will never come and share the story. I will not even condemn them. I will never make them feel below themselves. I will say, it's well. You have, you are, I don't have to put you to shame. You're already ashamed. You're already condemned. I should add my own to it. They said, if anyone be taking a fault, let us that are spiritual restore such a one in the spirit of love. DJ, find that for me quickly. But Christians don't know what to do. They accuse a pastor of, of rape. Okay. It's possible. But I wasn't there. And let the law take its course. I'm not the judge. I'm not the investigator. I'm not the police. Let them do their work. Let's see if it's true or not. It's not my place to now take sides. On top of one, except you were there. Only two people were present on that day. And one said it happened, the other said it didn't happen. What should, what should me, what should I now do? I wasn't there. Neither am I police. Neither am I investigator. Somebody gets what I'm saying. But do you know what the crazy Nigerians did, sir? They went to do protests. Meanwhile, this government has been raping people. Till tomorrow, no one protest. Not one protest, sir. Be careful, sir. Look at it. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which claim that you are spiritual, it say, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness. Do you see any accusation in this thing? It say, considering yourself too, because one day, you too will be tempted. It's here in the Bible, sir. 
I've seen all kinds of. I have, I've had church members that drove, drove to my house in the night. I said, What's the problem? He said, It was flying speed on Osho, the express road here, and he hit somebody. And the way the guy flew, he doesn't think the guy will make it. And I just drove straight to my house from there because if he stopped, they would have burnt his car or killed him. So he came straight to my house. Is that time for him to say, You, you, where did you go? You have started again. I can give you stories upon stories, sir. When things that happen to church members, we cover it. But when it happens to pastor, it's those church members. You are accuser of the brethren. Our job, when somebody is taking a fault, come together, guys, is to surround him. Surround him, cover him up and say, well, you are restored in Jesus' name. You are restored in Jesus' name. We'll cover him. We'll, we'll, we'll correct him, but we'll cover him. Many Christians think we owe, we owe social media a response of what is happening in our family. What concerns you? Some people have a need to give a public statement. To who? To people that are not in your family. Who here? Something happens in your village, your family, you come and broadcast it. That Uncle John, uh, did he eat, ate the meat that they left for Sister Jane? And post who does that? That matter is a family matter. We are not saying it's right or wrong. We are saying that it's a family matter. Let the heads of the family solve it. We don't owe social media to come and post many people today want to please social media? They can never be pleased. They can never be pleased. If anyone be taken in a fault, means that in people, Christians can be taken in a fault. You will never hear unbelievers come and rat each other out in public. They do mad, madder things. I don't know if that's English, but they do madder things in, amongst themselves, but they never come and say it. It's Christians that feel a need. I want to address it. I, can, I support the truth. Then you don't know anything about the truth. If you think disgracing or bringing out somebody's case is the truth. If you think accusing somebody is the truth, under Christian is the truth, then you don't know anything about the truth. If anyone be taken in a fault, you would claim to be spiritual. They come and restore that one in the spirit of meekness. You're not even coming with superiority complex. That oh, I see that you're still struggling with alcohol. You're still baby. Mm. They said with the spirit of meekness. Meekness meaning I'm not better than you, sir. The same advocate fighting for you is the one fighting. All of us are being, is the, our, the accuser of our brethren. Only a foolish Asna fan will support uh, Manchester United when they are playing Asna in uh, FA Cup final. Only a foolish Asna fan. You are wearing Asna jersey. And shouting, you're a dogged Asna fan. Yet you're supporting man. You're saying you want to be fair. You are not here to be fair. You are a supporter. I didn't think about it on time. I wanted us to wear jerseys next Sunday. I didn't just think about it on time. Because you have people understand, we're on the team. You, if you are wearing this jersey, I, I went to watch a match in Liverpool. The ticket I got was to sit in Liverpool stand. But I'm, but I'm Man City fan. And Liverpool and Man City were playing. So, number one, I didn't wear my Man City jersey. Because I'm sitting near Liverpool. Liverpool fan, I won't be the craziest in the world. I didn't wear my Man City jersey. Secondly, when Man City score, I sit down. <laughs> I don't celebrate. I say, hey, 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 they will throw me from there. <laughs> and when Liverpool score, when of them stand up, I stand up too. <laughs> Even though I don't shout, I just stand with them to show that. Don't kill me. 
only a foolish Arsenal fan to wear Arsenal jersey, stay in Arsenal stand, and be supporting Man U. That I'm just for fairness. You don't know what you are doing. Go and rest. Go and be referee. You are not a fan. You are a referee. It's referee that do, does fairness. Are you here, somebody? Thank you. Let's clap our guys. Let me close. I'll end with this scripture. Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 8. I'll end with that and we'll just pray. Say with me from today, I will never accuse another believer. If they say somebody did something, to, you can do, there are a few things you can do. Number one, if you have jurisdiction over them, you can confront them. Remember I said if you have jurisdiction over them, you can. So for instance, as a pastor of this church, if I hear something about somebody in my church, I'm, I have the right, because I'm the pastor of this church, to talk to the person about it, to confirm the story. I'm not even going to judge them until I hear their side of the story. Because many times, you know, one side of the story is never the full story. Never. It's, that's counseling 101. It's one of the first lessons you learn as a counselor. You can never follow one story. If I've seen the trouble I've entered the early days following one story, when I heard the other person's story, I said, that's not how you told me this thing happened. Because nobody's coming there to tell you their faults. So you must hear, so as a pastor, if I have jurisdiction, I will I, I confront the person and say, this is what I heard. If, what do you have to say? Second thing you can do, if you don't have jurisdiction over the person, pray for them as a Christian. Thirdly, if you know somebody that has jurisdiction over them, you can report them to that person. But to go and accuse them publicly is Satan moving you. That's not the spirit of God. No matter how holy you look, even if you were to, if you're accusing on that Christian, that's not the spirit of God. Romans 8, Jerry, let me end. Quickly, verse 1. It said, there is what? Therefore now, what? No condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after what? The spirit. Look at verse 34. Jump to verse 34. 34. 34 quickly. He said, who is he that condemneth? said, it is Christ that what? Died. Yea, rather, that it is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh what? Listen, anytime you want to pray, you want to believe God for something, you are not qualified. Remind him of this scripture. You are very qualified. There is no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. And as Satan is telling you by your, right, by your left hand that you can't pray for this thing, you are not qualified, there's also Jesus standing by your right hand. Saying that because I'm righteous, I have qualified you. That's how it will be for you in the name of Jesus. I pray that every accuser accusing you, God will clear them in the name of Jesus. Their voice will wither away in the name of Jesus. You too, you will go and sin no more in the name of Jesus. Anybody condemn, condemn. accusation or guilt from receiving God's best. A decree is removed in the name of Jesus. There will be flow of God's promises towards your life. There will be flow of God's blessings towards your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. And if there's any way you have accused another Christian or another believer, I decree today, receive mercy in the name of Jesus. Receive healing today in the name of Jesus. Receive the determination never to join and accuse another believer in the name of Jesus. From now on, you are free. You are free to prosper, free to go forward, free to be healed, free to walk free in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Give the Lord a big hand, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we celebrate Jesus in the house? Praise God. Praise God. Um, first, we want to apologize for the video quality. We're working on it. It will get better. Don't accuse us. Praise God. Okay, so please package your tithe, offering, and your seed. Um, if you can make a transfer, please do so. We prefer transfers. The account number will be on the screen. Um, also, if you want to write a check, please address it to Davis Christian Center and put your phone number behind the check. Um, there will also be POS available. Now, as usual, we're going to drop our seed at the end of the service. Um, today's message without any video interruptions, praise God, <laughs> will be available on our website. Okay, so you can go back and listen to the message. I think this type of message, you should hear it again so that you don't become an accuser. Praise God. Okay, next week, praise God, we continue our series behind enemy lines um, right here at 9 a.m. and at 10.30 a.m. Please join us here. If you're still worshiping with us online, we want to encourage you to come to church. Hallelujah. Except for if you're not in Lagos, but if you are in Lagos, please join us at any of our two centers. Praise God. Now, midweek service continues online. We'll continue dealing with anxiety. Please note the time that it is now 7.30 p.m. And it will be on all our social media platforms. So please join us on Wednesday. Ladies, praise the Lord. If you're a lady in the house, can you praise the Lord? All right. So our Just Us Girls Conference is happening this Sunday. Hallelujah. It's happening on Sunday, the 20th of September by 5 p.m. It will be a virtual meeting. Um, I think there's a video concerning it. All right. Can we cue in the video real quick? Thank you. That means it means it's time for Just Us Girls Conference. This year's conference is going to be a bit different, but just as special as every other year. It's going to be virtual, which means we're going to be having it on YouTube this year. So if you haven't subscribed to Just Us Girls Global Network, I think you should do it right now. So run and subscribe right now while you can, because it's going to be holding on September the 20th at 5 p.m. That's a Sunday evening, 5 p.m. Nigerian time. This year is going to be extra special. Um, and of course, as usual, we always have our promises. So register to get your promises. You can register in the link on our Instagram page, Just Us Girls Global. Don't be told, please share the news that Just Us Girls Conference is here. God bless you, ladies. Praise God. And if you've attended any of our conference, you know how we do now. Abby? All right, so, but um, in preparation for the conference, um, there will be a fruit fast, a fruit fast, starting from tomorrow, Monday, up until Saturday, and we'll join Pastor Mildred live at 6 p.m. On, on our IG page um, to pray. Praise God. It's a fruit fast, which means you can eat fruits only, you can drink water, but don't eat food throughout. So don't, indomie is not a fruit. Praise God. All right. All right. If you're worshiping us here for the first time, please can you indicate by raising your hand? Anyone, any first time? I praise God. Can we celebrate him? Sir, can you stand? Can you stand, sir? Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. This is Davis Christian Center, the home of victorious people. Um, we have a small gift just to appreciate you. 
thank you for coming. And I promise you that next service will be better. Praise God. You can take your seats. There's a lady right here. Please, can we? There's a lady in the gray dress. Can you raise your hand? Because till they get to you. Thank you. Okay, if you're also joining us for the first time online, please click the link in the bio. Um, we would like to share, we would like to get your information and contact you. All right, praise God. So we're going to be ending the service. Um, can we stand on to our stand while we sing the song for the year? the service then as the song is going on you'll be exiting the hall please remember to drop your offerings your tithe there are various exits so please um obey the instructions of the ushers can you look at the person next to you just look at them tell them as david never lost the battle so will god's work with you be all right have a great week please remember to drop your offerings as you're exiting the hall are you ready are you ready are you ready Everybody say, oh, now, oh, now, oh, now.